0: Welcome to Otaku Brothers, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast, featuring Rusty, R.E. Lewis, 2011, and Ryan. Hello,
1: everyone, and welcome to episode 73 of Otaku Brothers. My name is Rusty, and on this fine, chill, sunny Saturday morning, I am joined by my forever co-host and brother-in-law, Ryan, how are we doing?
0: Pretty good. Are we? It's a week. And who else do we have? We have a special guest. Someone lurking in the background.
1: We do. Someone (laughs) that has been listening to the show for quite some time. I don't even know how you found the show. (laughs) Hopefully we'll find out. Logan, welcome to Otaka Brothers. How are you?
2: What's up, guys? I'm chilling. We're here.
1: We are here. (laughs) And we have a fun, packed show for all of you fine listeners out there. We wanted to have Logan on the show, and when I announced that we were going to have guests on in 2020, Logan had reached out to me. He was someone that I was going to reach out to anyways, because I know you have experience on Twitch, and uh, you're actually a fellow Ohioan, too, so we just had to have you on the show. Please state your address. (laughs) (laughs) I was
2: really excited whenever you guys announced guests. I was like, man, I I really want to be on.
1: Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's something that I always had intentions of pursuing, just because, like, We can only do so many episodes with just Ryan
0: and I. Yeah. They're probably already sick of us after 72 episodes. I think it got (laughs) stale after a
2: certain point, but... (laughs) Yeah, I think it was episode
0: (laughs) two. It just started really running dry. (laughs) We announced our Pokemon episode. They're like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah, exactly. Right.
1: (laughs) So, um, but yeah, we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about in this episode, but I think I just wanted to kick it off, Logan, and ask you just a few general questions. Um, The first just being, I guess... um, well before I get into video games, actually, you had mentioned this on Discord last night when we were talking. How yeah. did you find this podcast?
2: So I I found out about your YouTube channel like a while a long time ago, whenever you were doing like the backlogs when you were in college and stuff.
1: Oh I'm sorry. And I was
2: like just a <laughs> I was like just a middle school kid and I just came across. And um, I think I told you this like the first episode or the first time I wrote in, me and my friends were hanging out and we were watching like retro channels. Oh yeah and um I finally remembered like what your username was. Cause you have a pretty distinct username. So I like Googled you or I, I searched it up. We watched a few of your videos when we were hanging out <clears throat> and then you guys had to announce or you had announced a few days later cause I resubscribed that you guys were starting a podcast. I was like, and I just started working as an exterminator. So I'm going to be driving on the road a lot. Yeah. Um, and it was really exciting cause I was like, man, I, cause I had never watched a pot or listened to a podcast before.
1: Oh wow. So man. I was like,
2: yeah, this will, this will definitely be one that I'll listen to. And I've listened since, <clears throat> listened since episode one. Uh, every week, it's it makes my week so much easier.
1: Well, I really appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, um, considering Ryan's and I's episodes tend to go past the two-hour mark, yeah. I think it probably makes commutes a lot easier. I know for me, um, when I was listening to podcasts a lot, especially in college, um, driving to and from my college, but even just walking to and from classes, it just made those walks a lot easier and even like – in the dining halls just between classes just listening to the all-gen gamers just a lot of the podcasts that were had heydays back in like the 2010 to 2014 time frame um right. and for me like with youtube I've, I've talked about this a number of times um it just wasn't the same i would say past the 2014 it was like if you were like a big huge youtuber and had 100 plus thousand subscribers you kind of were fine but anyone else that was like um like, I don't know, the Fem Troopers of the world or Nostalgic Dan, like a lot of people that um, were on Pete's Game Room Forum kind of just couldn't continue their shows. Not that they couldn't continue, but they just didn't have the same viewership and it wasn't that community aspect anymore, which is why I moved to the podcast space and I'm glad that I did, so.
2: Yeah, I think the podcasting is definitely the new wave, not YouTube or Twitch. I think that a lot of people are starting podcasts and starting to pay off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm just picturing you're like you're watching YouTube. You're like watching bunny videos, and then you click on some <laughs> horses, and then you're like, "Rusty Lewis." <laughs> Off to the side, you're like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> yeah. You're like, let's see Dragon Ball Z origin unboxing. That's right. That's right.
2: right or like any of the Kingdom Hearts uh, videos. Um, I, I like your backlog videos. Those are like my favorite to watch for some reason.
1: The backlog ones is that like the summer backlog type stuff where it was.
2: That or like when you were going on break on school and you were going away and you were like showing what games you were gonna play when you were on break. Yep. I don't know why, but those videos are always my favorite.
1: That's awesome. Very cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad at least one person ended up watching some of those videos. That's that's good. (laughs) You paid off. Yep.
0: You know what we should do? We should actually like play one of those videos and like listen to it sometime. (laughs) We can do that. Yeah. Prudently watch or listen to.
1: Yeah. Well, especially some of that earlier stuff like. I think my first published video may have been for Holly, Dog of My Lens, who was someone I'd watched. She's a fel- not a fellow Canadian. She lives in Canada. And she had some kind of contest. And if you okay. won, she was going to send you some prize. So I recorded myself talking about whatever the heck I ended up talking about. And I was just some derpy, bald braces. Like squeaking out. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: 16-year-old kid or however old I was. I don't even remember. It was definitely high school. So the, the reason this is like Crazy uh, content here because I don't know if I've ever disclosed this I think I have my username Ari e. Lewis two thousand and eleven was created because I created it back in like two thousand nine or ten with no intentions of actually creating content on YouTube but I created it because I would graduate high school in two thousand and eleven yeah and Ari e. Lewis is just a combination of my my um, my initials and my name yeah and then uh, I started watching Pete Door, um Finn Gamer and TV and Lost, and that's when I was like, you know what, I should just start creating videos myself. But you know what, this podcast episode is not about me; it's about Logan. <laughs> <laughs> so, Logan, I just wanted to kind of get general idea, like what what got you into playing video games? Do you remember playing your first video game?
2: So the first video game that I remember was when my uncle was living with us, and uh, I think it was uh, Manhunt on the PS2, which was probably not wow. the best game to start Yikes. out with. Okay. <laughs> um, but other than that, like my first games, uh, I don't really remember. We had like an original Xbox, so I, I'm assuming just like all the classics on those, Halo and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember like my first video games. Um, I guess I kind of started out in the PS2. Um, Great a system. lot of like the Spyros, um, what else? Uh, Sly Cooper, that kind of stuff. So oh, that beautiful. those are like the first games that I really remember playing. Okay. Um, those are always pretty fun.
0: Yeah, those are right up Rusty's alley. Yeah, it was huge in the right? PS2 era. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, and it's good stuff right there. Good stuff. Um, so earliest memories playing video games. Okay, so PS2, PS2. It is PS2. a hard question because I know on our first episode, Rusty was like, "What's the first video game you ever played?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I blotted out most of my child. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. I don't remember most of my games. Like I remember a lot of the games like growing up, I guess. Yeah. But like my first video games, yeah, I don't really remember.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, I just honestly, I just remember we had a guest bedroom up in our house, and it was the like the far corner of our house. And we had a, a water bed in there. It was just the guest bedroom, and my dad had a nasty old TV there with a Nintendo Entertainment System with a copy of Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt, Super Mario Brothers 3, um, Golf, and Tecmo Super Bowl. And as early as I can remember, I mean, my parents got divorced when I was five, and I remember like before they got divorced, like three, four years old, running <coughs> up there. And just playing that, that console
0: three or four Gosh. that's I don't remember that's really anything cool. from back then
1: I don't know how I still have memories about
0: that but yeah it's, it's kind of wild
2: that's what I was about to say because yeah that is kind of crazy you remember stuff from being that young
1: well I guess you know my parents were, were still married too and I broke my collarbone and that was kind of just embedded in my memory because is that the oh, true. Down the yeah that's when I fell down the stairs so because that how do you forget something like that that's a traumatic experience yeah. so, that is pretty bad yeah but okay well I guess what are some of your favorite games? You don't have to go into like a top ten list or anything like that, but do you have any like what are your favorite games? Some of your favorite systems and yeah, stuff like, like
0: go to yeah on the weekly basis. Yeah,
2: so my like number one go to has been my go to, especially for like the past five years, is Super Smash Bros. Melee. Um, nice. I play it competitively, so I'm always wow. like hopping online, playing against people online. And even if I'm not, like I'll just uh, like open YouTube videos, and it's like my favorite video game just to like play and move in. So I just like play it, move around the map. Um, and, and that's been my favorite pastime for like the past five years. Um, went to tournaments for it, like up in Michigan and stuff. Um, and then another one that I've been playing a lot recently is Counter-Strike. Um, I love playing Counter-Strike. So I play a lot of like multiplayer games or like competitive games. Mm Um, I haven't played a lot of story mode games recently. I just started, um, what was it? telltale's the walking dead season one. Oh hell so yes that's been that's been really good i just got out of the um what was it like the hardware store so i'm oh, like an intense. hour in
1: yeah okay good stuff yeah.
2: but that that's that's those two are definitely my go-to's um what else uh of legends who's a little bit and apex legends okay
0: hmm. good stuff who's your go-to character yeah. in uh smash
2: uh so i play like all the top tiers that's what like what i put in my twitch bio um but like my go-to is probably fox like that's probably my favorite character he's the fastest he's the most like uh op in the in the whole game he's been the best since it came out um and that's probably who i've spent the most time with so that's my go-to but like fun wise probably like mario and marth those are those are pretty fun characters
0: okay yeah okay. i'm a marth person so do you yeah have sword ultimate... characters are always fun because you're saying melee. That? do you have ultimate
2: uh no my cousin me my cousin played ultimate um like a few weeks ago and it's like a completely like i'm i'm like not the two moonhorn but i'm pretty good at at melee and then i go on smash (laughs) and we go on like online or whatever it's called i think it's called like for glory and i just got destroyed i was like yeah this is not fun so it's just a
1: completely different game for you
2: a thousand like completely different like so like melee has something called um wave dashing which is where you just jump and um and air dodge really fast but if you do it like really fast um, there's no like uh, like hiccups, so you just like slide. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it so you can slide all over the map really easily. Um, the movement is like super fluid, but in ultimate like to me, it just feels super clunky.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
2: I feel like, and I've always said this like to all my other friends, melee has kind of spoiled me in the sense that like um, it's so easy to move in that game, and like whenever you get your movement down, it's so much fun. That like if I play a game with super clunky movement, it's like not fun to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. well that's a tough thing with games like that especially when subsequent entries come out if you spend so much time with the one game it's tough to to play the other like I know Pete he's huge into Sega and Sonic all-star racing but when they came out yeah. with the transformed version of that game he hated it because he played tr- uh, the original one for like thousands of hours and so for you and I think a lot of people, really never got on board with super smash brothers brawl the wii u version and now ultimate just because they played melee for like thousands of hours yeah
2: exactly yeah yeah so like a lot of like the top uh players and just like the community members like they like like you said they've been playing the game since like 2001 or a lot of them like so melee had a documentary that came out about it a few years ago Hmm. and that's how i found out about it so like a lot of the the new generation we call them documentary people which is like where i came from um but like a lot of the older players, yeah, they, like they tried Brawl whenever it came out. It they didn't like it. They tried um, Smash Four when it came out. Didn't like it. So like a lot of the melee players just stay melee players. They like play the other game like for fun on stream. But like they wouldn't play it competitively just because it's a completely different ball game uh, mm. than melee. And and we're keeping the melee scene alive. So that's awesome. Um, is that project? So G? it's been.
0: Are you playing? You
2: it, said what? Well,
0: isn't it Project G? What was it for melee?
2: Um, so. Pro, I think you're talking about project M. That was a, yeah, a brawl project mod M, yeah. to make it like melee. Um, okay. but Nintendo sued, um, the people who made that. So you can't even play that on stream, like without getting in trouble by Nintendo. Oh, wow. Um, so like the number one player for melee, just, he won a big tournament this past weekend and his like, um, winning speech was asking Nintendo to like, start putting more effort into the melee community and, wow. you know, not being like rude to us. Cause like anytime we try to like, um, so like we have we have a mod for melee called UCF, which is which is the universal controller fix, mm-hmm. and it just like fixes a lot of problems that like um, controllers have whenever you're playing melee. And anytime Nintendo tries to, to support um, a tournament, they won't allow any other version than the original version of the game. Um, and then like like I said, they won't um, really put funds in in a melee tournament, and they they don't even do it for ultimate really. So.
1: Wow. It's crazy. I mean, if I look back when I got the GameCube, I mean, playing the N64 Smash Brothers to Melee, I don't think there's been that much of a leap for Nintendo in terms of Smash Brothers since. Like, yeah, Ultimate, they're adding all these characters in the rosters, borderline 80 plus characters at this yeah, point. I
2: think
1: yeah, <laughs> but, but going from the N64 version to Melee, I mean, graphically, the roster, the number of maps, everything was just so much better.
0: Yeah, I just remember that Zelda yeah. stage, that huge one. Oh, Hyrule. Yeah, 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 that was amazing. Hyrule Temple, I love that map. Yeah. yeah so much room to kill people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, when you play competitively, Logan, is it just the uh, Final Destination stage, or like how does that play in, come into play?
2: Um, so we have, I think it's five or six maps. It's um, Fountain of Dreams, um, okay. Yoshi's Story, Battlefield, uh, Dreamland, and Final Destination. So... Um, Basically, what it is is um, like so. None of them; those maps move, um, except like Pokemon Stadium or Pokemon Stadium. Also, Pokemon Stadium has like the transitions and stuff. Yeah. But um, it's like super basic. It's just like three platforms: your two side platforms and your top platform. Um, Like they have two ledges, one on both sides, and it doesn't move. So um, that's and like they have different blast zones and stuff like that. Like a lot of technical stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But those are like the maps that we play just because they're like the most straightforward, um, they're like, no janky stuff can go on, really.
0: Okay. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, are you still playing on the original GameCube, or how do you play Melee online? Because did GameCube um, support online?
2: Yeah, so they have something, so basically what it is, is just a GameCube emulator. Okay. Um, and then the Melee players have a certain one called, um, it's like Final Mix five point nine. They're getting into like some, some Kingdom Hearts stuff. Um, <laughs> but what it is Ain't is no. uh so it's it's called Final Mix five point nine. Um and then like you put your your ISO or you, yeah, your ISO in there of melee and it automatically unlocks everything like as soon as you open it. Um and it has like over the years they've worked on it to where they got it down to like almost like you can't even see like a, a real input lag. Cause what you're using is a um, Wii U gamecube controller adapter usb to your computer mm-hmm. and then you just open it on the emulator and you can host online what is it? it's called um netplay and then you just send them the host code they, they connect to you you start the game at the same time you start it on the character select screen um and and that's how you play
1: okay very cool very cool. wow good stuff yeah <laughs> i mean i
0: i've never really gotten into the competitive scene for smash but um no, I was never good enough. I definitely put a ton of hours in. Yeah, like yeah, like or I, I feel
2: like I, I'm. I probably have, like the same hours in this as you have. Like, um, I guess in Monster Hunterism, like I've I've been playing since like, especially since like 2015. Just I've dumped uh, a ton of hours into this game.
0: I'm actually we're having a uh, Smash Night tonight. <laughs> we <laughs> are. Yeah, we're having. Okay, some fans there you over. go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, such a good game. Fantastic. I love well, Melee.
1: <laughs> I have another question for you Logan so you are a recent father yeah. congrats yeah. on that that's awesome I love seeing all the pictures that you post with you and your son um, but thank I, you yeah he's, he's been pretty cool that's awesome <laughs> he's, he's all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I'm curious like as a father and a gamer how do you balance those two things
2: um so like I don't really spend like a ton of time playing anymore mm-hmm. um Or like when I do, it's like I said, it's something like melee where I can just pause it real quick, uh, you know, like take care of him if I have to. Um, But like whenever I do come down, like I'll come down for like a few hours. Natalie will watch him Mm -hmm. um, and I'll queue up for like a a few games of Counter-Strike. And and that's usually when I'm streaming too. Um, But yeah, like just balancing it, it's pretty easy. Like what I do is just usually play melee, like whenever I have to watch him or sometimes like I'll even play Counter-Strike and watch him. And what I'll do is I'll like have my arm on the on the desk, and I'll have my hands on WASD like to move around and stuff. Yeah. And I'll put him on the table and like rest his head <laughs> on my arm, and he'll just be falling. He'll just be asleep, laid out on the table, um, and that's I'll be amazing. playing. And he falls asleep like that. So so I'm not gonna knock it.
1: Yeah, that's sweet. Especially like <laughs> we later have a few. On. Go ahead.
2: We have a few different pictures of him just laying on my arm, watching or falling asleep. So
1: that's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, however you have to do it, man, however you make it happen, especially like when he's able to comprehend and like, you know, you cannot tell those stories to him. Like, oh yeah, you know, back in the day, you just like sit right here on this desk while I played Counter-Strike and murdered people. Yeah, you were helping me ASK.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like put him on the I controller. Have an, uh, I actually, on my
1: Facebook
2: memories, I have a picture of me doing the same thing with my niece like four years ago. So it's been, I, you know, it's been in my blood to do it. So okay. um And he he loves watching it, so I'm sure he's going to play video games when he gets older. Probably not Counter-Strike whenever he's able to, but we'll we'll play some other games. When
1: he's five, let him play Manhunt. Yeah, or like Doom. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think Manhunt is probably the way to get
0: him in. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, well... Ryan, do you have any any questions for Logan? Well, you started out, you're like, I don't really spend a lot of time. And I was like, with my son? (laughs) I was just like, (laughs) oh, where's he going? Like, I neglect my son now so I can play some Smash. This is a little bit more important than him, I guess. Yeah. 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 He'll learn. He'll learn. No, that'll be fun when he can actually play and you can teach him the ways of melee.
1: Mm Mm-hmm
2: that's
0: that's what i've been most excited for because he is like one of those um
2: who made it like fisher price and honestly it it's it's like a control it's supposed to be like a game controller it looks just like a, a melee controller um because the or the uh, gamecube controller because the gamecube controller is super funky mm-hmm. um and so like i'm so excited for him just to be like four or five and start playing with me like i'm that's sure he's awesome. going to be like top player by like time he's 16 <laughs> yeah, if yeah. melee's still around that long yeah
0: it's like the parents who, like, get their kids into gymnastics at, like, four or five. You're going to be like, all right, here's your smash hat. I'm grooming him go to be a medley professional. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Um, do you have any, yeah. like, specific movies that you're, like, really excited to show them?
2: Um, movie. So, Toy Story. That was my favorite growing up. I love okay. Toy Story. Just it's all true. of them. Except three. Three was trash. Um, yeah.
1: Okay. So, hold uh, on. Let's, let's double-click into that. Because I... <laughs> first of all... I, I sort of agree with you. I don't think it's trash, but I it's not like people think it's the best toy story and I'm like, You're crazy. No. It is not even oh, close. You're,
2: yeah, you're a lunatic if you think three's the best one.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> I really like people were like,
0: No, three ended perfectly. We didn't need another one. How could Pixar do this? And I'm like, We it had some good moments. It was just the, the blue bear guy. The it it was like bear. why I don't really care. That made
2: it super weird. Yeah.
0: Like, he's some tyrannical leader of some toy. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And then, like, the lighting on some of those scenes, you're like, is he going to murder people? Oh, crap, he's trying to murder all of our favorite characters. He's just trying to burn them alive. <laughs> like what, what yeah. is it? Exactly.
2: It's, it's It didn't have, like, a Toy Story Pixar feel to it.
0: No, and then it's just it's sickening. Like, if the toys are alive and they're in a trash pile under, like, bags and bags of trash, are they just going to sit there for all of eternity Just suffering. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you wanted it to end. Yeah, but I did like the scene with um, what's his face, the main kid, um, Andy. Andy giving the toys away. Yeah, yeah, and like playing with them for the last time. Like that was probably the best. Why people probably saw it was or said it was awesome.
1: Well, especially for us, like Ryan and I. I think Logan, you're a little bit younger than us, but like when Toy Story three came out, I was going to college, and so it was kind of like that sentimental. Yeah, Like you were able to sympathize with Andy because we were also kind of like laying our childhood to rest in a certain degree and moving to that oh, next true. step and going to college, you know? Yeah. So I could, yeah, to your point, Ryan, I definitely agree. That was a really, really great scene. Um, Perfectly timed in our lives for our age.
0: Yeah. 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 Pixar does that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was they're like, <laughs> you know, Rusty? This is for you, yeah. Toy Story Three. Enjoy <laughs> <in your> college, <laughs> but yeah,
1: no. Um, okay, so back to a movie showing your son. We collectively agree that Toy Story Three never happened.
2: Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, other movies, no, I, I really can't. I mean, uh, do you? I like really 4? like the Marvel movies; are are pretty cool.
0: Did you like Toy Story Four?
2: Yeah, I love Toy Story Four. That was a. I, I went to see that with my niece. Yeah, I loved it. Um, so your rankings? I drew, I,
0: what? For like you said four, what was it? What was your ranking? So, f- For is, Toy Story. Yeah, for Toy Story.
2: Oh, uh, number two was my favorite. Um,
1: okay.
2: And then one, four, and three.
0: Hmm. It's been a while since I've seen
1: the two. The more and more I watch two, the more I appreciate it. I think as a kid, I wasn't huge on it just because I wasn't a big fan of like The Prospector and Jesse and Bullseye and that whole like gang of characters. Um, but the more and more I watch it, I love... How Woody kind of had this life away from his his toys or his yeah. his best friends, you know, um, with them, yeah. and then the rescue mission that all of his friends go on to come get him, and then he kind of finds out like, no, I think I'm gonna stay here. But then it's like, why don't we just have the best of both worlds and all just go back to Andy together, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. I I, I love the scene like whenever um I don't I don't know why but like ever since I was a kid, um the scene where uh the we uh, big owl i think is his name the like basically the the antagonist was putting oh, yeah. um putting woody back together like that seems just so cool
1: that is really neat yeah the animation there is just incredible especially since that was like 1999 or maybe 2000 something like that and yeah. i think you can see like, that especially like going
2: and back and watching it on disney plus it just looks so good
1: yeah all of them do i mean it's it's crazy yeah how pixar was able to animate even toy story back in like 96 or whatever the heck it was yeah Crazy yeah. Stuff. Yeah, I think I'd agree. Maybe if I watched two more, I'd put it at number one. But right now, just because I've watched the first movie so much, it'd probably be, for me one,
0: two, four, and then three. Yeah, I'd be the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's think tough. I've seen two in God, like ten years.
1: You should watch it today
0: on Disney Plus. Yeah, I might it's so do that. Good. It's so good. I love well, number two
1: we can kind of move along here. There's a few news stories that I definitely wanted to get to. One, all Nintendo fans should be just super excited. Yes, Super excited because for, for a long time, like, actually, there were a lot of people on Twitter that I follow that were saying there hasn't been this long of a period without a Nintendo Direct since, like, 2015 or 16 because I was kind of wondering, too, okay, so we have Animal Crossing next month. We really have no idea what first-party titles are coming out this year or at least the timeline of those titles. Like, Metroid, Breath of the Wild 2, I don't even know what else is in uh, Nintendo's pipeline right now,
0: No. but thankfully
1: okay. they announced the Animal Crossing Nintendo Direct, and my gosh, I was at work watching it on my phone, and it looks as beautiful as ever, it looks like more Animal Crossing, it looks like they've really simplified or streamlined a lot of the process of you're building your home, museums are back, fishing, collecting fossils, Ryan, you're
0: excited. Yeah, I... Uh, This is probably the game that I'm most excited about this entire year, Um, even with Final Fantasy coming out and, like, Cyberpunk and everything. Um, Animal Crossing is my jam. Mm -hmm. It's super relaxing after work just to grind out. Um, So it looks like you start out on the island, you have a tent, and you get, like, I almost said Pokemiles. Gosh. You get some miles (laughs) that you can, like, use to go to other islands. Yeah, Nook Miles. Thank you. I've got Pokemon on the mind. Unfortunately, don't you always have Pokemon? Imagine in the that. Line? Yeah, yeah. Well, Pokemon miles are what you get for wonder trading, and then you can convert them to stuff. Oh my stuff. gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like a Nintendo currency. Yeah. Oh, well, I was wondering. I'm like, because they said Nook miles, and I'm like, are they replacing bells? Like they can't do this to us. It's just anarchy. But yeah, there's still bells and everything. <laughs> okay. Um. So then you get to move up, and you get a house. And I love that you can pick where you want your neighbors or, like, open plots of land. Mm-hmm. You can say, like, hey, this is cool for you to live here. And then, like, an animal can move in there.
1: It's much more like The Sims, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I then like you that. can
0: terraform, which is huge. Like, you can create streams. You can create, like, bring down hills, create bridges, like, ramps up on stuff where previously you just had to walk around. So you can really mold your island to make it look, like, however yeah, you want. pretty much. Um, and I think that's going to be huge. I, I've wanted that for, what, there's two Animal Crossing games so far? Are you kidding me? Come on now, Ryan. We have the original one, and then you have the one on the 3DS. I think there was
1: one on the N64 in Japan. There was one on the GameCube called Animal Crossing. Yes. That's then there was the City Folk on the Wii. Then there was Wild World on the DS. And then there was New Leaf on the 3DS. Wow. There's been a lot of Animal <laughs>
0: Crossing games. <laughs> Where have I been?
1: The
2: one on the 64, that was, that was only Japan, right?
1: That's right. Yeah, I think so. Never came over yeah. there. But. Okay. So, Logan, what is your history with the Animal Crossing series?
2: Honestly, um, I didn't own a gamecube until i started playing melee so i didn't really play any of the animal crossings except the one on the phone but i'm really excited for this one because uh, me and natalie are going to get the uh the animal crossing switch oh, and she wow, she's nice. been she's played uh animal crossing a ton when since she was a kid mm-hmm. so she's super excited for it but when i watch the the directs and and watch all the videos on it it just looks so good and it and does. i love the music i listen to the music all the time um it is but, yeah. probably
1: some of the most relaxing music in all of video games like even more so than jeremy soul's music with the the elder scrolls games mm-hmm. like more than the legend of zelda music um it's just it's so got, like, a
0: pep to it yeah it's just like a happy yeah like, you just want to bounce around you're like yeah like i'm gonna get <laughs> <Like of this laughs> like stuff from nook yeah. yeah i just
1: don't think there yeah, are I many l- oh go ahead logan i'm sorry no you're, i i was just about to
2: say i love the music
1: yeah, I mean, it's just there are a few games where I I ever get even the slightest bit frustrated. Like Animal Crossing, like how could you ever be mad in that game while playing it?
0: Uh, maybe if you there's a bug on the tree and you screw <laughs> it up when you hit the tree like the wrong way, that's frustrating. And he runs away. Sure, you can be mad at that. Or a red snapper gets away. Or like you had that giant fish, but like at the same time you're not really that frustrated. You're like. You know what? There's going to be more fish. There's more fish in the sea. That's right. There's <laughs> always more. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I love that grind. I can't wait. Um, I'm. I'm usually not a completionist, and I know on the. Hold on. What the? F- You're not usually a completionist. You spent like a thousand fucking <laughs> hours
1: playing Pokemon trying to get all the shiny okay, Pokemon. Okay. Outlier
0: here. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I just betrayed. That's touche for that one. Well, like. As far as other games besides Pokemon, I'm usually not, but I think I'll probably try to complete the catalog on this one. Yeah. Just so I can, like, I don't know, I hopefully they're still doing the house rating like they did previously. You get, like, a certain number of points if everything kind of meshes together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, uh, I think what yeah. I'm most
1: excited about, I, I might not be a completionist in the sense that I'm going to try and get all the fossils and all, collect all the fish and all the bugs and everything like that, but the slight... Footage that they did show of like you running through a museum and just seeing all the different dinosaur fossils and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, gosh, it does look so good graphically. But to be able to walk through your own personal museum and see the fruits of your labor of like running around and collecting all these fossils and seeing
0: them. And the bugs area looks amazing. The fish tank with like all the other neighbors, little aquarium. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I'm super pumped.
0: (sighs) Yeah, I think I and the last one I had all but two or three fossils Mm -hmm. and like the step up in like graphic quality from the 3ds to here is amazing oh definitely yeah it looks so good yeah gotta get me some bones
1: get some of those bones
0: ryan well (laughs) are you guys gonna play on the same island that's a good question i guess we'd have to play on the same switch because i think it's based off of like the user on the same switch okay um, we'll definitely visit each other's islands.
1: Well, I do love that oh, you can okay. have up to four people. So, like, even all three of us could end up playing together. And I love that it's like, what is it? There's the main party member and then the three guests. Yeah. And you can still run around and everything you collect goes to a, a single storage bin that you can all go to and figure out, divvy up, who wants what, which I really like because I felt like in the older games, it was kind of just like
0: when you visited. Like, loot the town and leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly destroy some stuff get out of there <laughs> yeah so
1: I'm looking forward to it Animal Crossing is always a good time and this looks like the best Animal Crossing yet. yeah I
0: think you can give permission to people so like if you're depending on if you're friends on your Switch or best friends it allows different permissions in the game okay very so cool like okay. they can yeah. like chop stuff down if they're like a, best, a best friend, friend. on yeah. your Switch but if they're friends they can't like chop down trees or stuff. Okay. So oh, okay, we will definitely. I'm excited just about. I'm probably gonna put my house on the
2: on the beach since you can put stuff on the beach now. That would yeah. be sweet.
1: Yeah. Although speaking of the beach, I liked how random. Um, people just show up on the... Like, up, wash on up shore. on shore. It's like, oh,
0: welcome to my town. Why don't you just live here now? It's like, do right. you want to run a background check on this it's guy It's like first? a dark history. Like, every, his family died at sea, and, like, he's a lone survivor. Yeah. Like, it's Ugh. like an episode of Lost. Yeah.
1: Speaking of Lost, are you a fan, Logan? No, I've never watched it. All right, so we're going to close the... Yeah, um, this was a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see All right, you guys, 70- will, uh, <laughs> I'll be in the Discord. Yeah. yeah. Well, I recommend you watching Lost. Um, it's it's great. It's good times. I actually just bought all six seasons on eBay for thirty dollars, and Lauren and I are you can't beat that with a stick. Oh yeah, I mean, also, I mean, six seasons. I mean, granted, they're DVDs, and people are kind of just giving DVDs away at this point. Yeah. But but I don't mind. Oh, no,
0: true. I don't Who mind. Yeah, such a good series. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, are you still watching Dragon
1: Ball? I am. So typically, when Lauren goes to bed, I'll put on Dragon Ball and. Uh, just do whatever on the computer. Uh, typically stuff for the podcast, researching random news stories or whatever else. Um, but yeah, it's a great background show. I'm mm-hmm. about... I think I just started the third disc of the first season. Okay. Because there's like eight nice. episodes on each disc. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I guess I'm like on the 17th episode with the first season. So what's going down now? Uh, Bulma last... and Yamcha are hot, have the hots for one another.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Um, Goku turned into a gorilla for the first time (laughs) and everyone freaked out
0: (laughs) just normal stuff yeah saw Um, the moon crushed a castle
1: yeah so it's good times i'm really enjoying it it's again a great background show and um yeah i mean i'll probably report back when when major events happen the show i'm really looking forward to the tournament tournament stuff because i feel like that's when it gets really interesting
2: i was about to say have you made it to the tournaments yeah
1: I, i have not you're a huge fan of dragon ball aren't
2: you I love Dragon. Ball. Well, like Dragon Ball Z and Super. I didn't watch a lot of Dragon Ball. Like I went back and watched a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the tournaments are pro- are probably my favorite things to go back and watch if I watch Dragon Ball.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. There's less yelling for like long periods of time. That's true. Um, cause okay, Goku... I'll definitely have to watch it. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> well, like Dragon Ball Z, I love it and I've watched it. Few times, um, but there are like long periods of yelling for like three episodes for him to go up to like Super Saiyan two. Like you're yeah. like, okay, will- let's ch- let's train in the time chamber with your son for a bit. <laughs> Realize he's powerful. Watch him be a cocky bastard and charge up for like an episode. Yeah, hey, like, Gohan's the best. Yeah, yeah, he is.
2: Especially if you're watching it and subbed, like the the the, the voice actors and that, they're yelling just is is on another level of irritating. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, another level.
1: Because I've never watched the sub version. I've always just watched the English actors, the yeah. voice actors. Yeah,
2: I, I like whenever I watch Z and stuff, I watch the English. But like whenever I was watching Super, mm-hmm. um, I had to watch it in subbed Like whenever, it, like just to stay up with it. Like whenever it, it actually came out, mm-hmm. and it was so annoying.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. There's a funny uh, YouTube video of the voice actors, the English voice actors for Super, mm-hmm. doing like a voiceover mm-hmm. of like funny sketches. Oh, okay. Um and they did the one from Meet the Fuckers where it's like, uh, you can milk anything. Like, can you milk me? Oh, and yeah. Like they're doing it in like Vegeta's <laughs> voice, and I was like, This is amazing. <laughs> or things, like Zoolander they do. The things yeah. Ryan finds
1: on YouTube.
0: Yeah, if I mean if yeah, you're the going rabbit down hole. Yeah, if you're going down a rabbit hole and you can find Rusty's old videos, you're gonna find some Vegeta like <laughs> milk a fly kinda yeah. thing. <laughs> oh my, oh my. Well, before
1: we move to this next news uh, article that I want to get to, I forgot to talk about how my life changed this week.
0: Okay. Rusty is now pregnant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm
1: not. Yet. <laughs> not yet. So, um, probably like the best week of my life since I got married. I'm not even Yeah. R- Lauren was like, he's having a tough week at work, but he's super happy. And I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So... Of course, the listeners may have known this since the last episode. I can't remember if I brought it up, um, but yeah. So Logan, I'm going to Japan, and I'm super excited about yes. that. And you've been a,
2: you've been wanting to go for a long time.
1: Yeah. So maybe this is kind of weird, but I watched the Last Samurai when I was younger when it first came out, and I was just even in that one movie, I was just kind of obsessed with Japanese culture. Obviously, I know people aren't still running around with samurai swords and cutting people's <laughs> limbs off. You'd be surprised. <laughs> In certain parts, there may be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that movie just wanted made me want to go to Japan so badly. And when Lauren said that she was going on the trip, we were like, okay, we need to make this happen. Yeah. And I got the okay from my boss, and she got the okay from her boss. She booked my ticket two days ago, I also found out this week that the Foo Fighters, maybe it was two weeks ago, the Foo Fighters were going to go on a 25th anniversary tour to ring in 25 years of being a band. Also, they're only going to do 10 shows in the cities that they first toured when they started back in like 1995. So I was like, holy shit, I've been wanting to see the Foo Fighters. Like my three number one bands I want to see are the Foo's, Coldplay, and U2. Yeah. And the Foo's don't tour a whole lot anymore because everyone has kids so when they do tour it's like you gotta see them because they're only going to a few spots yeah so i'm super pumped my buddy has a city card to get into Ticketmaster for pre-sale
0: mm-hmm.
1: well now they've implemented all these controls with Ticketmaster that in order to get to, into pre-sale you have to have the first six digits of your city member credit card so he's like rusty i'll hook you up use the the promo code and then just obviously use your own credit card well now Ticketmaster is like well people just are using the city card and just sending it to a bunch of their friends and then people were buying tickets. Yeah. So like, okay, we're going to lock that down. So it kicked me out when I tried to use the city card on Wednesday. So I'm like, oh, crap. Well, Friday rolls around. Uh, t- tickets go on sale for the general public at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I have a 9.30 to 10 o'clock meeting with my boss uh, to talk about random stuff with a client. Mm-hmm. So I of course book a conference room cuz I'm like I got to be very strategic about this. If this meeting, you know, bumps up to like 9:59, I have to make sure I'm in the queue, I find the tickets I want, and I buy them right away. So I book a conference room, my boss pings me at 9:29 on Skype and he's like, "Hey Rusty, I'm in a conference room near my desk if you want to join me." And I'm like, "Don't worry about it, Steve. I have my own conference room. Everything's fine." <laughs> So 30 seconds later, he opens the door, he's like, how's it going, partner? And I'm like, no, you can't be in this room because I gotta buy tickets to the Foo Fighters in like 25 minutes. So he sits <laughs> down, we have the conversation with the client, call ends at 9.57, Okay. and I'm like, perfect. Three minutes, I'm already in the queue, so once 10 o'clock hits, I'm gonna be able to go in, buy the tickets I want. I'm like, Steve, you gotta get out of here. He of course <clears> proceeds <throat> to talk to me for three and a half minutes about the client, and I'm like, okay, Steve, that's great. And so at one point, once 10 o'clock hit and I was in the queue, I'm like, okay, Steve, love you. You're a great boss, but I got to buy these tickets. Selected the seats I wanted. And so it's a stadium tour, all right? And selected the seats I wanted, got them, locked in, purchased, good to go. Lauren and I are like front and center. So the, the stage is in the center of the stadium. Yeah. And then they have a long walkway. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're kind of in the middle bowl, so there's nosebleeds, middle bowl, floor. Okay. We're in the middle bowl, right in front of the stage. Awesome. And I get to that's see ex- That's
0: Fighters.
2: perfect seats.
1: Yeah, so I'm so pumped. The Foo Fighters are probably like my favorite, well, we gotta talk about music here, Logan. The Foo Fighters are probably my favorite band in the sense that I can listen to like their entire discography, front to, or beginning to end and just not really skip any songs. Mm-hmm. Coldplay, I can't really do that because I thought, I think their first four records are brilliant. And then after that, they get into like the whole poppy phase and trying to be super mainstream, and I'm not a big fan of that. Um, and I think for their 25th anniversary tour, they're probably gonna go into like a lot of their earlier stuff. So I'm super pumped about that.
0: Yeah, that's a really good week.
1: So, Logan, what kind of music do you like, man?
2: Um, so I, I really like a lot of everything. Um, just kind of whatever comes on. But like, if I had to pick like my top two, it's um like rock and rap. So like Metallica, Alice in Chains. For oh rock and then like yeah. just any kind of rap new old um yeah so like that's that's usually what i listen to and then um just like soundtracks for video games um ocarina of time is probably my go to oh
1: yeah nice. absolutely good yeah. stuff um yeah i was huge into alice in chains growing up like in high school um Lane staley just had such a unique voice um, really dark stuff but great music oh, Metallica. metallica <laughs> metallica's probably like I got really really into Metallica in high school and I loved their um their Death Magnetic album. It came out like around that time when I was in high school. Like, yeah. There's some really really good songs on that that record, but They're stuff, playing man.
2: at Sonic Temple this year, but my sister's getting married that weekend so I can't go.
1: Okay, so, so Logan. Logan. I mean I, okay. I mean I could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Metallica your sister's wedding. Let's yeah. let's weigh these two things right now, all right? How long has Metallica been around? Look, how long has your sister been alive? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Right? So. laughs> sister was born in ninety five.
2: Metallica was before that. Alright, so Metallica we're trumps screw, that skirt to the wedding. We're going to the we're going to Sonic Temple. Yeah,
0: just go to Sonic Temple in a wedding dress. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like after a party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean it's, you'd be the one person in white, but <laughs> like, Yeah. 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 That, that'll be a good way to go. Awesome. Well, we can get
1: back on track. I just had to announce that I'm going to Japan finally next month. So I will, of course, have all kinds of stories when I come back for the podcast. So stay tuned for that. I'm excited. And then I'll see the Foo Fighters in May. So definitely stay tuned for stories about that concert. But there's another interesting news article that I want to cover. And it's something IGN posted earlier this week. It is titled, The Truth About Working at GameStop, Workers Reveal Their Experiences. So they said, we spoke to multiple GameStop workers about their experiences with the turbulent retailer. Here's what they told us. So I'm going to kind of kick off reading the first few paragraphs that kind of lay out what's happened to GameStop <coughs> over the past three years. And then there's just anonymous quotes from many employees about the pressures they experienced from the executives and just their personal anecdotes. And oddly enough, I didn't plan this, but fellow listener of the show and guest today, Logan,
0: is also a former employee <laughs> at GameStop.
1: So we will be picking his brain. And No, we can- were just
0: that good on our planning that we- the article came out. And he just happened to that because, of course, we knew. Exactly. I mean, yeah. we looked at his resume. Yep. You do have to submit resumes <laughs> Yeah, I had to before. submit like a <laughs> yeah, whole resume yeah. to be on the show. Letters <laughs> Background check and everything. Yeah, yeah I'm still There's waiting a $100, on $100 deposit results. if I didn't <laughs> <laughs> show up this morning. Yeah. 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 Hopefully when the blood results come back, um, well, we'll yeah, cross I that mean, bridge when you, we get there. You're, if you're a universal donor, it requires a couple quarts of your blood for our fridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ryan's a vampire. All right, let's get into this this <laughs> article here.
1: The past few years have been turbulent for GameStop. A combination of increasing digital sales and stores like Walmart and Amazon aggressively lowering their prices on new video games has seen a drop in consumer interest in the 36-year-old video game focused retail chain. It's taken a toll, which 36 years, that's crazy. I didn't think they'd been alive or been going for that long. We go on. In March 2017, GameStop announced plans to close 150 of its 7500 stores. Speaking about the closures, Rob Lloyd, GameStop CFO at the time, said, As we continue the transformation of GameStop, part of our di- diversification strategy is to rationalize our global store footprint to ensure we have the right mix of stores and merchandise, merchandise that meet our customers' needs. <coughs> that year, global sales for GameStop dropped 13.6%. Yikes. The problems didn't stop there. In November 2018, GameStop reported a third quarter loss of $488.6 million which led to rumors of a buyout. As a whole, the company lost a record $673 million in 2018. A few months later, GameStop announced it was no longer pursuing a buyer and the company's stock dropped to its lowest value in 15 years. So I think the writing is on the wall here. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is me speaking. This isn't the article. I think it's only a matter of time before not only GameStop, but even a lot more retailers. I don't know best buys numbers
0: walmart's but, going out of business you heard it here first
1: <laughs> yeah i don't think that's how ha- they have too much product um they've diversified their, their product lines too much but um yeah i think places like best buy and certainly GameStop, like the clock is ticking but i want to go buy yeah they're it- selling
0: fridges and like Beats yeah. by Dre, who's a doctor, so he's reputable. Yeah, okay. That's that's fair. That's fair.
1: No, I mean, they, they certainly have a diverse. lot more to offer than just video games and merchandise. But I still feel like you can buy a fridge on Amazon, you know? You have your major retailers like Lowe's and Home Depot that... Yeah. Specialize in that type of stuff. So, like, I I don't know. We'll we'll see. This this will be an interesting decade for a lot of companies, I think. Yeah. Um. Because again, we are moving to an incre- increased digital future. Speaking for GameStop specifically, um, I just don't think physical media is something that this new generation of gamers are are really um, wanting. But we go on. Um, I want to read a couple of quotes here. I'm just going to be kind of bouncing around. So just bear with me here. Um. <clears throat> They they titled this section, Working at GameStop in 2020, Anxiety, Stress, and Low Morale. (laughs) Um, Sounds like college. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, When the press announced last year our earnings call discussed closing 200 stores, multiple guests daily came in asking when and if we were closing, said one manager. We'll call her Sandra for now. That's uh, IGN's naming convention, not myself. (laughs) <laughs> so, imagine the morale during holiday, our busiest time. If people asked you every day if you would have a job tomorrow, despite knowing your lease is fine and your store is fine, or worse, being in the minority of stores who weren't. So, obviously, I think the regular employees, not like the district managers, were kind of freaking out, like, do I need to find a new job? Because yeah. at, at you know the drop of a coin, they might be let go. So, um, a new push for smartphone trade-ins. This is what really blew me away. So... Here we go. Here, the focus is obvious from a consumer standpoint. I recently called my local GameStop and was greeted with, "This is GameStop, where we give you cash for your old smartphones. How can I help you?" Which is such a bizarre thing. And actually, the GameStop right in front of, uh, like the mall, yeah, where the Chipotle is, th- the biggest sign there is, we take or we'll give you cash for your old smartphones. I did read that. Um, it's.
0: Yeah, it's surprising.
1: So one employee who left GameStop recently said they were told their store wasn't meeting those goals. So their store manager received coaching from the regional manager. Employees heard that their store manager's job was at risk if the coaching did not lead to a rise in trade-in numbers. These stories have trickled down through more than one GameStop location with Natalie, of all people, telling me, we heard about someone getting fired for not getting enough phone trade-ins. Which, again, is just... Such it's a bizarre out of, thing,
0: out of their control. Yeah, well, there was one quote in here. Um, I mean, they could always have the people on like the sidewalk where they spin signs. Mm-hmm. Those work.
2: That always gets a lot of attention.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, the pressure to convince people to trade in their phones. Are you getting feedback? Yeah, I'm getting some background. I'm getting some background noise. Maybe it's it's like echoing.
0: Oh, is it from me?
1: I think yeah. so.
0: I don't know if you have our voices twice. Or like a. Or like a how are you listening to us? How are you listening? You hear that? Through my headset. Let me see. Try it now. I'm
1: talking. Talking, talking. Yeah. Talking. Okay. Sh-
2: that should have fixed it. My I bad.
1: I think we're good. No, you're good. You no, know, you're good. Oh, I'm still hearing there it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um... First time having a guest on with this setup, so bear with us, folks.
0: We just leave this all in. <laughs>
1: It's better now. I don't hear it anymore. Okay. All right. We're just going to go with it. All right. So let's keep scrolling through this article. Many employees said that a sudden laser-pointed focus from management is uh, merely history repeating itself. Our very big nothing-else-matters focuses come and go every year, Peter said, something even more frequently than that. Those who shop at GameStop are probably familiar with store associates constantly pushing pre-orders, upgrades, pro memberships, Game Informer subscriptions, and so on. The tech trade initiative is simply the latest thing, another means towards raking in instant, unsustainable, short-term profit. And I think that's the key thing here, is that they're just moving to the next thing, trying to cover their ass. Like, What can we do in the short term so that we can keep this company alive? Because I remember years ago, I mean, well... Really over a decade ago, I went into GameStop, and it was like going to a local mom-and-pop shop. Like, you'd come in, you'd be greeted once you walked in, and then it was like, can I help you find anything or looking for anything in particular? No, I'm just browsing. All right, man, let me know if you need anything. And that was it. I didn't really hear from them unless I said, hey, I'm really big into shooters and platformers. Any recommendations? And then I would say, creeping up into like the 2010 time frame, that's when it was kind of like, oh, you're buying this? Would you like any? Would you like to pre-order the latest Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed coming out? Um, so before I go any further in this article, Logan, maybe tell us your story working at GameStop. Did you have a lot of pressure from your boss to kind of sell pre-orders and all that kind of stuff?
2: Uh, yeah, especially like first starting out, they're really trying to just like beat it into your head, like you have to um, know all the pre-orders. Um, you know even if it was um something our store was one of the bigger ones uh in the central ohio area mm-hmm. um w- the year before i think we were like a five-star store so our and i think our boss gets like a bonus if we're like a prestige store so i think that's more of uh, why he was pushing but like if he, like if i could tell it was like a mom coming in to buy something for her kid um, and I didn't mention pre-orders. He would come up to me like after she left and he was like, and he would be like, uh, you know, you didn't mention pre-orders and, and I'm really not going to push like a mom to pre-order something. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of, um, uh, pressure just to get pre-orders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, what else was there pre-orders you always had to mention that that we could take in trades
0: Mm -hmm.
2: uh, because they make money on trade-ins and just that kind of stuff so yeah there was a you could definitely sense the pressure especially more when you first started Um, but once they got it beat into your head um, and you did it uh, you know it wasn't too bad
1: yeah I guess what are your thoughts or what was it like in terms of like gutting new copies of games like you got a new shipment in of the latest Assassin's Creed how was that handled? And were you guys forced to just gut the copies and put the, the the new case on the shelf, and then obviously slip the disc in when they when you're selling it as new? Like, what was that like?
2: So whenever we got shipments in, that was usually handled by um, like an assistant manager. Mm-hmm. The the few times that I did help, it was we just gutted one one copy of a new game, put the the case on the shelf, and then put the the disc in. Um, like those white disc holder mm-hmm. um, sleeves. plastic sleeves. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we only did one copy and the, like whenever we got down to like, obviously there was points where like we were on our last one, the gutted copy and we would have to give them, you know, their quote unquote new copy that have just been opened. And we took the, the case off the shelf and there was a lot of people that were irritated about that because um, uh, they wanted a new copy and they felt like it wasn't new. So mm-hmm. um, I th- I'm pretty sure they only do one copy uh whenever they do gut um but in my personal opinion at that point it it should be sold as used i guess if yeah. they get down to that that last copy
1: did you ever have any experience with like employees taking those discs home and then bringing them back like the next day and then still selling it as new
2: no so i i've, I've like from the videos i watched i've heard of those stories where um You know employees could take games home and they would come back and sell them as new at my store we weren't allowed to take games home we had to buy them we just got like a pretty pretty nice discount okay um and then they kind of like brought the discount the employee the quote unquote employee discount um to a certain point where it was cheaper if you just got the uh the most upgraded game pass at best buy it that was a more more of a discount than our employee discount at gamestop so 90% of the employees at my store just had like that Best Buy, I forget what it was called, um, but the Best Buy uh, membership, and they would just go get their new games from there because it was a better discount than working at our store.
0: Interesting. Did you do any midnight releases for any games?
2: Um, I was supposed to work the Crash Bandicoot midnight release, but me and my manager got like a huge argument the night before, and I just didn't show up, and I, I never came back.
1: Whoa, wait a second. Let's double click into that. What happened?
2: Yeah. So the, the midnight release, um, before the midnight release, he wanted me to do, um, all the pops, the pop, uh, vinyl figures. And we had like a huge shelf of pop vinyls and he wanted and he didn't even like, like, give me a heads up, like, Hey, on, on this day, you're going to be staying over to do the pop vinyls with me.
1: When you say Um, do the pop, like just, just set up the display or like, what does that look like?
2: So in our, like, whenever you came in our store, you turn to the left and it's like, like a six tier shelf and it's deep, just full of pop Funkos. What he wanted me to do was take all of them out, um, make certain piles on the floor. So like all the movies would go on this one, all the video games and go on this one. He had specific categories that he wanted me to do. Oh my gosh. Um, and it literally was, it, he, he told me, he's, he's like, it's going to take about three hours. He told me like in the middle of my shift, he didn't give me a heads up. And, um, I had something to do that night. i i don't remember i think it was like because I, I, at the time i played in like a counter-strike league mm-hmm. um so i think we had a league match that night so my team had to find a stand in that kind of stuff so i was already kind of irritated that he just didn't ask me he just kind of threw it on me and expected me to say yes um so like as i was doing it i messed up one of the shelves uh like twice because it's something else was supposed to go there and he was getting irritated but he was also like working on the crash bandicoot stuff coming in and setting up those um like the advertisements for that and the uh the displays for that was this and like the got, uh,
1: the insane trilogy like that
2: yeah that's that's what it was okay. i think it was 20 was that like 2017 yeah, like that. yeah um And he was, I feel like he was irritated with that. He was irritated with some other things and I messed up twice and he came over and he put his arm behind like the rows of pops that I just put out and he just knocked them all on the floor and was like, I told you that's not the shelf that it goes on. And he was like talking to me like I was a child. And so like we got in a huge argument and um, so we like, I went off on him, I clocked out and um, I just never came back and he was calling me for like a few days after that and then I finally got like my termination letter in the mail.
1: I would have done the same exact thing. What that's an <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah,
2: he was. And right, so I guess like three months after I left, he got fired. Um, wow. They, well, they, they, they demoted him to like a worse store in our area. He worked there for like a month or two. And then they just completely let go of him.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, someone with an that, asshole. yeah, I mean, with someone with that sort of a temper, like I understand, like you tell someone to do something one or two times and they don't do how you instructed them to do it, like, yeah, that's going to frustrate you, but that's just a childish... Like stuff on the floor. That's a childish oh. move. Yeah. yeah.
2: And the worst part, and then why I got so upset was I had another category sitting right under the shelf. Um and I was grabbing the ones I was putting on the shelf wasn't in that category so he just knocked all those and it kind of like mixed them up and I was not going back through it I had already spent like two hours taking everything and putting everything in the category and I was finally on like the home stretch of just finally restocking the shelf
0: mm-hmm.
2: and he he messed up my he knocked all those off and messed up my categories it's like I'm not redoing that yeah and we, we got done. into a huge argument I clocked out I just like I said never went back
1: that's crazy yeah. Oh, I'd be so. But other than that,
2: it was really fun to work at. Um, as <laughs> yeah. long as I I wasn't closing with him, um, if I was closing like with the other assistant managers or the uh, senior game advisors, they were they were all super cool. Like we had a like a like a nice little family going on.
1: That's awesome. Did you ever um Did you ever get like insider information in terms of like a game announcement that hadn't been released to the public yet, but it was like coming on your inventory for like you know coming to the store in like six months or anything like that.
2: Um, I'm trying to think if we had anything that kind of popped out of the blue, um, because I know Ryan. Mm, that I I could, oh, we always uh, knew when new shipments of the Switch were coming in. So, like, if oh, okay. employees wanted um, switches that were coming in, um, you know, they they don't do advertisements whenever that we get restocked. So, mm. like, all the employees knew. So they would just come in. Or like, if if we had favorite customers and they were looking for a Switch but they can't find it, because this is like the heyday when the Switch first came out. Oh yeah. And yeah. it was pretty hard to get your hands on. Like, we would be like, hey, next Thursday we're getting a shipment in. If you want a Switch, come in that time. And that that's that's basically the only thing I can think of like that.
1: Hmm, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, good stuff. That's that's a crazy end to your uh, your time at GameStop. But I don't blame you for leaving. That's that's nuts. I would love to
0: like yeah. quit in a blaze of glory. Kind yeah, of, like, just like no, go back to like one <laughs> of those jobs. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's good yeah. stuff. Burn right. bridges. Well, the I'll read the kind of like tail end of this article here. Um, it says, where do employees think GameStop is heading? Employees I spoke to generally don't feel great about the future of GameStop. Throughout our interviews, they frequently reference retailers that are long gone, like Radio Shack, Hollywood Video, and of course Blockbuster. Quote, Let's look at Blockbuster um, and Hollywood Video, for example, Jack said. Good things don't last forever, and those two companies are just prime examples of what happens when the times change. Corporate is clearly struggling against digital game sales, and I've seen it firsthand in the store. GameStop is clearly on its way out uh, down a painful route. Uh, The next-gen launch is very important due to the fact that profit has been on the steady decline since the holiday boom ended, and the dry season begins until August or September, Victor said. I'm sure they're hoping it'll stabilize what is clearly turning into a turbulent year. Which is a good point. I think the next-gen console launch will be very telling for GameStop. Yeah them scrambling to redesign their stores to look like casual hangout places where you have a bunch of retro video games set up and card tables for tabletop gaming. Like I I feel like it's too far gone. Like they should have been doing that like four or five years ago because mom and pop shops kind of do that already. Um, Like that one that was near your old apartment, they have all those tables set up with um, like Smash Melee and and they play Magic and all that kind of stuff. So it's sad to see because at one point I loved going into GameStop. I loved browsing their PS two, GameCube, Original Xbox, you know, Game Boy Advance, like all of that kind of stuff. But once they got like really into like all of the merchandise and like I like pop figures, but I don't need to see like a bunch of gamer socks and you know, keychains and lanyards and all that kind of stuff, it just seems like excessive to me. Yeah, I mean when I dress up in a suit, I usually have my Pikachu socks on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Well, Logan, I mean, t- like, did you find that you guys were selling merchandise, like, out the wazoo, like, almost more than video games at some points? Um,
2: honestly, just, like, during, um, like, like, uh, the holiday times is when people would come in and buy merchandise, um, you know, very rarely would we get, like, people coming in to buy T-shirts and stuff like that. Um, if anything, and they were just, like, whenever, when they were staying online, they would look at that middle display where they have all the, like, like you said, the lanyards and the pins, and they would pick something up from that. But other than that, it was just, like, they're coming in for video games. Um, they're really not coming in to buy a lot of merchandise.
0: Yeah. because mm. Some of those figurines are, like, 100 hundred, two hundred 200 bucks that Yeah, they have out there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like,
2: On the Pop Vinyls?
0: yeah no not i don't know but, what they're
1: called Well, some of them are like are in a glass case. Or like the
2: actual like... figurines yeah, yeah those um the only time i actually had to open one of those was somebody wanted uh the captain america shield that was in there and it oh. was like 200 and something bucks i was like man
1: jeez unless chris evans himself like held that shield yeah I don't... And it was
0: made of like real vibranium yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's no way i'm paying 250 bucks for a cap shield yeah that's crazy. Maybe even like I'd pick maybe an aluminum one. That'd mm. be cool. But I don't know when I'd ever use that or hang it up.
1: Well, I think it'd be really neat to have like the the Hyrule shield. Yeah. Like to have that mounted on a wall oh, yeah. with, with the master sword or something like that. But or again, Thor's hammer. Yeah, but weighing, that would like, have to 300 be three hundred pounds. Yeah. I mean that would have to be made with like <laughs> real steel for it to be worth even investing in. Yeah. But well good stuff. I definitely wanted to bring it up just because like we bring Games GameStop up on the podcast pretty frequently. And I mean this story is ongoing. It's only gonna probably continue to go down, unfortunately, for them. I mean, you never wanna wish anyone without of a job without a job, but it looks like it's going down that route and it's just kinda sad to see. Yeah. But Yeah. Anyways, we should probably this is a video game podcast. We should talk about the games that we've been playing recently, right? Yeah. We Ryan, can. you got a Pokemon update for us? All right, Logan, what have you been playing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: um, I've been, like I said, I've been playing um, season one of Telltale's The Walking Dead. Um, it's been really good so far, um, and it's really easy game to play. Like whenever I'm watching the baby, he mm-hmm. um, yeah. just chills there, and I just gotta, you know, press press choices that I want. Um, other than that, uh, I've been playing, like I said, Counter Strike Melee. That's really all I do. Um, but those are those are the, the like those games are always so fun to me because like every single game is is always different.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Now, how much has Counter Strike like changed over the years? Because I remember, what was it like the original Counter Strike that came out like fifteen years ago? How much has it changed since then?
2: Yeah, it's changed a ton. So like the first one, like. Um, there's always been like recoil patterns and like the games, like out of all the, like, the shooter games, like especially call of duty, like always gets a bad rap for like, you just point at them and shoot. There's no bullet drop or anything like that. In counter-strike, there's a uh, like recoil, like, recoil patterns that you have to follow. Hmm. Um, you can't move while you're shooting. Like, really you can't, um, What else? Uh, But with the new game, Global Offensive, they've added things like uh, skins for all the guns and different knives that you can buy on the marketplace with real money. So that's probably what caused the biggest boom in Counter-Strike in like 2014, 2016. We're getting another resurgence uh, in 2020. But there's knives that literally go for like $14,000. There's an op called an op Dragon Lore that goes for, I think, like $2,000.
1: Is that Um, real-world money or in-game currency?
2: no like real real life money like people buy these with with real money and how you get it is um you open up like a case um that costs two dollars and fifty cents to open you have and it kind of like scrolls scrolls through like a kind of like a roulette wheel i guess um and the odds to get like a knife or like a really rare gun are obviously very low um but like whenever you do get it um I don't, I don't, it's just like a huge dopamine like if you watch like um counter-strike compilations like 90% of them are like people opening knives and going crazy um
1: wow but there's I just like the a ton that. of
2: different things about counter-strike um but yeah the knives are probably or like the skins are probably the big reason the big surgeons um back in 2016 we had like a huge people could bet their skins on um like pro games that were going on mm-hmm. and then if that team would win or if that team would lose you would win or lose skins um and then some kid that was like fourteen or fifteen bet his skins, I think it was like over a thousand dollars that he had like accumulated skins, oh my gosh. and then he bet them. His team lost, um, and then his dad was actually a lawyer, so his dad sued Steam, <laughs> and all these websites for him being able to gamble when he wasn't eighteen, and um, that I do stopped. Remember that? Yeah. Steam Steam put a big stop to that where there was no more um game bettings. there was no more like gamble sites um but i think they just they they don't do game betting anymore but they in 2020 they just started uh gambling sites again you have to go through like an actual um process to for them to be able to prove that you're 18 with like your license and your your id number that kind of stuff so that's why we're getting another big resurgence but yeah there's been a counter-strikes been getting huge especially since like the first uh iteration of it like
1: 20 years ago that's awesome quick question for you logan can you hear the the noise behind us like is it sounding like someone's like booming a bass
2: no yeah i just listen no i can't
0: okay Okay. because there's so like there's someone like throwing a raver yeah around (laughs) us like it's i can kind of
2: hear it whenever you guys talk i can hear like the bass hitting is it like in the same building as you guys
1: probably it's Ryan's neighbor I'm like seriously considering going over there and like banging on their door alright so we're just gonna have to just deal with this this background noise yeah. and hopefully it's not uh, too distracting for the listeners <coughs> if little... anything it gives them something to jam out to yeah exactly it gives our uh, our audio a little bit a bit of a beat to it yeah. if you will but uh, for this so this week of course last episode I think we talked about the gentleman's challenge the mm-hmm. games that we were tasked with and I was tasked with Super Mario Odyssey on the Switch and Golden Sun on the Game Boy Advance I've not made any more progress in those games because- Because he hates everyone in the Gentleman's Challenge, right? boycotting it. <laughs> That's true. Um, also, uh, I was playing, of course, Final Fantasy XIII on my PS3. Yeah. Now, this was a PS3 that was gifted to me on YouTube years and years and years ago. This was an original fat 60 or 40 gigabyte model. I can't remember what the gigabyte count on it was. Um, But last weekend, Lauren was behind me at the dinner table studying. I was on the couch playing Final Fantasy Thirteen. Was in one of the best grinding spots in the entire game in Chapter 11, I believe. Watching the Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix. Did you end up finishing it? Amazing. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Really wild. But anyways, um, the screen just went black and my PS3 stopped. And I'm like, oh, shit. The power went out. And then I was like, no, wait a second. The lights are still on. And... (laughs) My PS3 crapped out. Yeah. And it got the blinking no. red light of death. So I was like, oh no, there has to be a fix for this because I need all I want from that console is my saved adder for Final Fantasy 13. Were you able to get it? I don't care about anything else. So I went on YouTube, was looking for a fix, and there's this really ridiculous way of booting your PS3 back up. You have to remove the hard drive and then take a blow dryer to the back of it for like 15 or 20 minutes. So you're basically frying the inside of the machine, and then you cool it. So I'm gonna probably put it in my fridge when I actually end up doing this. And then some people have said their their PS3 will work for a few minutes after they've done this, a few days, in some instances, a few months. But what I'm gonna do, I've me- memorized the button presses that I need to perform to click through the, the menu, get my saved data to an external hard drive, remove the hard drive, I literally need like 45 seconds, seconds. Like this is Tom Cruise levels of Mission Impossible here. So
0: I'll probably play the theme
1: as I attempt that. But what I have to do, I so I still need to fry my machine. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still need to fry my machine. Like, um,
0: yeah, never mind. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's probably good that you just didn't Yeah, that. I just censored myself. Yeah. Um so I still need to fry my machine and hopefully get my save data for Final Fantasy 13 because I was really in a groove man I was in a rhythm I felt like I was just going to finally complete Final Fantasy 13 again on the PS3 but that was halted and at that point I'm like oh gosh I'm such in like, I'm, I'm in such a Final Fantasy mood right now yeah. so I popped in the HD version of 10 the PS4 And it just wasn't working for me because the Crystarium system wasn't in that. The Paradigm Battle system wasn't in it. I'm like, this just isn't working for me. So I went back to a series of games that I love going back to, Ryan, the Uncharted games. Yes. And I ended up going through the second game, collecting all the treasures, beating it on hard and getting the majority of the trophies. And now I'm doing the same thing in Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception.
0: Okay. So you went through one and did that, right?
1: Yeah. Earlier in the year. Okay. These games, Logan, have you played the Uncharted games? no I haven't
0: oh wow dude man. if we weren't going to end the episode earlier for lost we're definitely going to I mean and trying to end it for the base we're ending it now <laughs> yeah oh um, man do you have those are so good do
1: you have a PS4 no okay well that would be the I reason I have an why. Xbox one <laughs> gosh you're one of those people
0: yeah you're like a it's just you're like the losing I, I end just, of I, the console I, war
2: I honestly I just play my computer a lot I just use the the Xbox for like Netflix and, and Twitch because that's
0: what it's good for. Nah, it's all good. We're all in the otaku Isn't hood here. Is it on Steam by chance, or is it purely PS4? No, it's Naughty Dog. It's uh, a Sony property. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was about to look, but I mean, because yeah. like Halo, it's you can play it on the computer as well. Yeah,
1: so but like, that's because it's owned by Microsoft. It's Microsoft IP. All right, don't need to be sassy about it because <laughs> <laughs> it's Microsoft, dumbass. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Um, but no. I think the the storytelling and the character development, aside from JRPGs, because character development typically is a a big focus in JRPGs, but the character development and the storytelling in in these games is just unrivaled for me. Yeah. I think it's
0: just so good. Yeah, you can take my PS3 whenever you decide to fry yours. Mm -hmm.
1: And play Final Fantasy XIII again. Yeah, finish out. But but yeah, I I love those games so much, and just the relationship between Nate and Ellie, uh, or Elena especially, Um, Chloe is an absolute babe, but she's just not Nate's type, let's be honest. Yeah. (sighs) And they're actually starting production on the Uncharted movie next year. Are they? Or actually, in four weeks, Tom Holland just recently announced. Nice. So Tom Holland is... Isn't he the one playing
2: the main character? Tom
1: Holland? Yes, he's he's playing Nathan Drake. Guess who's playing Sully? Who, okay, so for context, Logan, Nate is the main protagonist in this game, and as a young kid, he's kind of just... He's a thief, if you will, and he is a descendant of Sir Francis Drake, who was an explorer, plundered treasure, whatever. So Nate ran into this old man named Sully. When he was a kid, he was obviously like probably in his 40s or 50s. Um, and Sully is kind of like his right-hand man over the course of these adventures. He's kind of like this father father figure for yeah. Nate. And so this, this Uncharted movie series where Tom Holland, of course, is playing Nate is going to be kind of that earlier stage when he first meets Sully. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you when you think of Sully, you think of someone with a kind
0: of a raspy voice. Yeah, who like smokes a cigar. And kind like of a just, just a
1: man's man kind yeah. of guy. <laughs> and Drinks whiskey. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I think they do
0: drink whiskey. <laughs> yeah, like that's the kind
1: of guy I'm thinking of. Guess who's playing Sully?
0: Now I'm disappointed just from the sound of your voice. Who's playing?
1: It's not that I don't like the person. He doesn't fit the role. Mark Wahlberg.
0: Really? Yeah. There's no way.
1: Yeah. I was like, dude, the man's jacked. He's great. He plays lots of good mo- in lots of good movies, but Sully, are you kidding
0: me? He doesn't even look like Sully. No. Like, I could see Tom If Holland. anything, he should be playing Nathan Drake. Absolutely. Yeah. I-,
1: I agree with you entirely. I mean, I think Nathan Fillion would have been the best person for the role because he actually filmed um, a fan film for it. Did he really? Castle Guy? Yeah. You've never oh, seen a yeah, yeah. fan film? Yeah. You yeah, we watched, I watched that, that together. Um, but Sully just doesn't work for me. I don't know who would be the better Sully. Um, you know, if I went through like IMBD and like the most famous actors like now, I'm sure I could pinpoint someone, but Mark Wahlberg, I just, I don't see it from a humor perspective. I don't see it from a father figure perspective for, for Nate. Definitely not
0: humor perspective.
1: Like, I just don't like... I'm really worried this is going to be like a
0: Michael Bay, Transformers, like... No, it's going to be like Dragon Ball Z the movie. Okay, let's not go to high school. (laughs) But... That was a brutal movie.
1: I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I'm I'm not over the moon about that casting.
0: No, that's horrible news. Just ruining my Saturday.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Well, Ryan, (laughs) why don't you make your Saturday better by reminding us... or, Or letting the listeners know for the first time, folks. This is groundbreaking news... What game did you beat this week? I beat Sekiro. Hell yeah, you did.
0: Yeah. Um, That's an accomplishment. It it is. is. I'm actually pretty proud of that. Um, So I went through the game. I have two saves. Um, I beat it on the Shura ending, which is the shorter of the two endings. But on my second save, I'm at the final boss on the longer ending. So I've pretty much done all the bosses, except for the final boss on the longer ending. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I have two side, like, optional bosses. So the Owlfather in the Purification ending, and then the Demon of Hatred. Okay. So I'm eventually going to beat those guys. I'm using the longer save to grind out all the skills to get all the achievements. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to beat that one because it's purely my skill save. Um, so I just beat the shorter ending. Um, very happy about that. I was grinding out some skills last night. And then I started a new save file, and i met Kanichiro the first time. Nice, so, man. Yeah, it's, it was a ton of fun. I, it's amazing. Good stuff. Well, I'm proud of you for being in. Yeah, it. thank you. Fist bump. It's definitely going to go on my resume, because... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that don't impress any employer. I, I think so. I mean, like, I think it's only like 30% of the people get the trophy for beating the endings. Have you played any of the From Software games, Logan, like the Dark Souls games?
2: no i was um i was thinking about starting it but like i've always talked to my friends and they say like with how mad i get at games i probably shouldn't play that game that's true. um <laughs> but i think <laughs> i think that i will try like sometime here soon
1: i think for you because I, I know you can get it on steam i would give dark souls 3 a try yeah that's okay a that, that's pace. the one i was
2: always watch and it seems pretty cool
1: yeah it's it's a beautiful game it's pfft. It's really damn hard. I'm letting you know right now, the Nameless King, you might literally... Make sure your son isn't near you when you play (laughs) that game. Because you'll throw stuff on that one. You'll be throwing the nearest thing to you, and you don't want to get Child Protective Services coming to your house for playing Dark Souls Yeah, hopefully
2: he's not too close, because I'll just toss him. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, the problem is...
2: Hopefully CPS doesn't listen to this podcast. No, yeah. I hope not, yeah.
0: He was kidding. This is only a joke, guys. Yeah, it's Joke. I <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you die mostly because you get greedy. You're like, oh, I have, like, a sliver left. And you're like, let's go for it. And then you just get destroyed. And that's where you're like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that would irritate.
0: Yeah. So I was pretty happy to beat that one. <coughs> I completed the gentleman's challenge. I'm still in the Sekiro mood. It's going to be hard to go to Spyro. It's so I don't definitely know if I'm going to be like the elite. Significant tonal
1: change. Yeah. but um, so That's I mean a huge just, change.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, I know I can beat it in a couple, like six or seven hours. But I'm still in that, like, let's hop around and kill things with a sword. Mm-hmm. And I can't really do that. Well, that's Spyro, I mean, it's the same with me. It's like... I, I'm in
1: such the uncharted like an uncharted mood right now. Like Mm -hmm. Super Mario Odyssey just doesn't sound very appealing. I mean, maybe Mario gets a
0: gun and he kills people and what? Like it is kind of a platformer. (laughs) I haven't made it far enough in the game to know, man. (laughs) Yeah, just wait until you get to the city level, Grand Theft Auto, New Donk City. Yeah, what's up? Um, And then I've basically been playing that pretty much the entire week, and then just Pokemon. I'm up, like, 94.7% complete with the first generation, which is the one that matters. It is. Um, So I have 143. That's what you should really do is not collectively all 721,
1: is go through each generation. What am I still missing from the second, the third, the fourth? That way you
0: can kind of, like, really focus your efforts. Well, that's what I did. I ended up... So in the GTS, you have the entire alphabet. You click on a letter, and Mm -hmm. then it scrolls alphabetically down. Yeah. And I basically just put everything that I have left in alphabetical order per letter. Okay. So I'm scrolling down quickly, and it's only like a half an hour to go through all... Half an hour to 45 minutes to scroll through everything. Yeah. And I'm just like watching YouTube videos at night. But like the one that I care about is the first generation. Okay. Cool. So that's where like the hatch and seals comes in. Good stuff. I hatched about thirty more seals this week. You know, proud of you. Thank you. So I want to do something really fun
1: because I was up late last night. I'm like, okay, so we're gonna talk about the games we've been playing recently. We got a couple new segments. We got to interrogate Logan, but (laughs) I I wanted to involve both of you guys in a unique way and something Ryan and I can't really do because it's a two man show is like a trivia battle. Oh, so, shit. So I came up last <laughs> night oh, man. with 20 questions that I'm gonna ask you guys, alright? So what I'm gonna need, Ryan, from you is either a piece of paper or a paper towel will do and a pen so I can keep tally of who's in the lead. I'll get you a piece of paper. So, give me a second here. We'll run through the, the rules and uh, we'll do a little trivia battle here. Should be fun times. But let me run through the rules here. So. Last night I came up again with 20 questions, and most of them are video game focused. And I would say, since I didn't know Logan's history with video games prior to the podcast, um, and Ryan has only played, you know, Pokemon and Sekiro for the most part, his entire existence. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I had to kind of hone in on some very specific categories, and I felt like these are mostly fair. Um, kind of like because Ryan's uncultured. Yeah. So. I have two types of questions. I have um, multiple choice questions, which you both obviously get a chance to select your choice, and then if you both get it right, you both get a point. Cool. Um There's no, there's no penalty for, for wrong answers. There's no penalty, um, yet you only get a point for getting the right uh, answer. For the questions where there's not a multiple choice selection, when I will make that known before I ask the question. Okay. The first one that rings in, and hopefully there isn't a delay because I don't want Ryan to be at an advantage here. The first one in the (laughs) spirit of Animal Crossing to say Isabel.
0: Wait, what? We say Isabel?
1: Yeah. You know Isabel from Animal Crossing? Little dog lady. The first person to say Isabel gets to say their answer. And if they're wrong, then the other person automatically gets a chance to say their answer. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously if Ryan rings in first and gets the answer right, then um, unfortunately Logan doesn't get a chance and we move to the next question. Okay. Does it make sense? Damn. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So I will keep tally. Unfortunately, I don't have a prize for you guys, but um. I'm
0: starting to get anxious. You now. get you get bragging it's rights, intense. you know,
1: and and you can make that known in the, in the uh, Discord. All right. Oh, you, but, sweet. you guys both ready?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Question number one. Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. What's your answer? <laughs>
1: um. Okay, Uh, Pikachu. uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, you're close, Ryan.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, Are are you going to tell us if it's multiple choice or like answer before you do the question? Yeah. So this the first. uh, Because I was like, do I do I Isabel right away or do you give me A, B, and C?
1: The first twelve questions are not um, multiple choice. Okay. So you have a while. I'll warn you guys when we get to multiple choice question. Question number one. Doctor Ivo Eggman Robotnik is the enemy of which video game character? Isabel. Ryan. Sonic. Is- uh. Okay. Now, was there a delay? There? Logan, do you feel like there was a delay there? I don't know. I, I, maybe. Okay. See, th- that's going to be the tough thing here. So, we'll start by giving Ryan a point here. But if, if through the, the first few questions here, if we feel like there's Some a delay, bias.
0: yeah, we can. You're on our turf. The host wins. <laughs> <laughs> House rules, baby. Yeah, yeah
1: what's up? Um, okay, we'll see how this goes. Like, all that configuring
0: you all did right. throughout the episode is to screw you over in this final challenge. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Question number two. What is the full title
1: of the fifth game in the Elder Scrolls series of video games? Isabel. Logan, to you. The Elder Scrolls V: Skyrim.
0: What's up, Logan? With the first point, I was double. I was second guessing myself. I was like, "Shit, I've only ever called it Skyrim. What is it?" <laughs> 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 Good one. Awesome. All right.
1: Both people have points on the board. Question number three: Which French video game company publishes the Far Cry series? Oh God.
0: Uh, um. <laughs> i thought it was a japanese company. once yeah uh yeah I, I have no idea
1: okay let me keep
0: uh isabel from soft no
1: <laughs> so i don't want to give another hint but i will give another hint they also publish the assassin's creed games uh isabel you're you know, okay damn it ryan you what? only get one shot this is like M&M one thought. shot to blow yeah, this is like okay. Well, fuck. Lose yourself or get out. All right, Mama Spaghetti's everywhere. Ryan doesn't get a point for that, but it was Ubisoft. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. Question number four: Mario first appeared in which classic video game? Isabel. Logan. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Oh shit. <laughs>
0: That was my only option <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what year
1: this was, but let me look it up. Did Mario first appear in?
0: That's not right.
1: No, it's not. I thought this was going to be what? a clear giveaway, but I guess not. Um, no, he was in an arcade game prior to this or prior to oh Mario man. Do you not know it, Ryan?
0: No. Like you don't even have a guess. Was it Donkey Kong? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to give okay. you a point for that? Sure, why not? Okay. I was like, yeah. 1981, that's true. arcade
1: classic. Alright. Question number five. And actually, I thought the fives were gonna be uh the first five questions were gonna be kind of gimmies. After that, we get a little bit harder. <laughs> so crap.
0: Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, Was that the full
1: title? Donkey Kong? <coughs> Just Donkey Kong, yeah. Really? Donkey Kong. Okay, cool. Huh. Question number five. What does the SNES stand for?
2: Uh, Isabel. Logan. Super Nintendo Entertainment System.
1: Logan gets a point. Yeah, definitely too. All right, good stuff. Now we get into the, the difficult stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're in for
1: it. All right, question number six. The Umbrella Corporation is a pharmaceutical company in which horror video game franchise? Isabel. Logan.
2: Resident Evil?
0: <laughs> yeah, there was no way I was getting that Really? I thought you were... Again, okay. Yeah. When did I play Resident Evil? You loved 4. Yeah, like, I got to a save point and I said, fuck it, and I <laughs> left. I, there was like, <laughs> hey, I'm a president, not like, hey, I'm the president of the Umbrella Corporation. okay.
1: Okay. Question number seven: Which was the first Nintendo console to use optical discs? Uh,
2: Isabel. Isabel, oh, Logan go got in first. Yeah, he had it. N sixty four had a disc
0: add on.
1: Okay, now we're getting into technicalities here. Because I, I, I yeah,
0: give him two points for that one. Because
1: okay, <laughs> you want me? To, no, I'm just gonna give Logan a point because technically he's right. Uh, the Nintendo disc drive. I did not think about that. However.
0: I was gonna say GameCube.
2: I will give you. A I could point. have swore this was a. Uh, I thought it was a trick question.
1: <laughs> that, you, know, you caught me there on a technicality because I wasn't even thinking about that. Minus um, one point for Rusty for getting the wrong. That's expression. right, Rusty. <laughs> oh, let me write that down. Rusty, negative one. All right, perfect. So we are at Ryan has three, Logan has four. Question number eight: What is the color of Mario's buttons on his overalls?
0: Isabel. Isabel. No, it's Logan. Logan. Yellow. Yes. Damn. All
1: right. All right. You guys ready for question number 9? Uh, kind of. Yes, sir. What is the name of the peripheral device that can be plugged into a Nintendo 64 controller to make it vibrate? Isabel. Vibranium. No. I've no. Rumble pack? <laughs> okay. Ryan, 1 one answer. <laughs> one answer. You do that, it again, I'm yeah. taking a point away. Logan, okay, what were that. you going to say?
2: It was going to be the Rumble Pack, but since he said it, you don't have to give me one. Okay. I'll no, give him a point.
1: Nope. We're, we're keeping it. We're keeping it like this. All right. So again, Logan now has five. Ryan has three. Question number 10. The word Pokemon is generally understood to be a translation of which phrase? Isabel.
0: Pocket Monsters? Yes. Yeah, if i don't get good job (laughs) yeah if i get
1: one point that has (laughs) you don't get that one (laughs) yeah okay this this question is going to be fun because you don't have to be spot on it's whoever's closest all right okay Okay. so there's really no isabel ring in here how many ps3 games are there in existence
2: (laughs) 321
1: okay 321 from logan
0: 322. No, you can't do okay, that. Okay, can giving yeah, you that. So you're just saying you with the price is right. Yeah, yeah, 500?
1: So Ryan is the closest. There are actually 1,442
0: PS3 <laughs> games in <laughs> existence. Wow. <laughs> that was way off. <laughs> well, because... Yeah.
1: So wow. we have a tie game, folks. Five to five. <laughs> Question number 12. What is the name of the legendary video game designer who created the Mario franchise? <laughs> Ryan's never going to get this. Yeah, that's definitely Oh, me either. He's also famous for creating Metroid, Zelda. Yeah, that's really Directed a The opinion. Ocarina of Time. Uh, um
0: You can just give me the last name. Yeah, no. Miyazaki-san.
1: <laughs> You're close. Shigeru Miyamoto.
0: That was my second guess. Okay. Well, <laughs> Miyamoto. That's yeah. it's a really common Japanese name, actually.
1: Okay. Now we're getting into the multiple choice questions. <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Question number thirteen. What is the hi- and don't so again? There's no Isabel here. It's okay. after I read all responses. At that point, you select, and then whoever gets it right, and you can both get it right, and you both will get a point. Okay. Question number thirteen. Do I have
2: to let you finish the choices, or can, like if like yes. let's say the answer is B, can I just Say it.
0: Hmm. I'm, do we want to do, like... But then that cuts off me. Like, I could potentially just steal your answer. Because I wouldn't know. Hmm. Right? True. Okay. Because maybe I pick C and I just screw myself over.
1: Okay. Because right. if you
0: shout out the answer, of like, hey, gives Ryan the answer. Okay. I would assume.
1: We're going to stick with the original plans. I'll read all some responses, and then you can select your answer. We'll go from there. Okay. Depending on how this plays out, we can change the rules for question 14. Okay. What is the highest grossing arcade game of all time? How about this? Before I read the selections, if you have an answer, you get two points if you were correct.
0: You get arcade one- Arcade being like arcade machine or like video game?
1: Arcade machine. So, okay, before you say Isabel or any responses, we're changing the rules on the fly here. That's what we do on the, the Otaku Brothers podcast. If you have an answer before I select, or before I say the multiple choice selections, you get two points and the score is we're tied you're tied five to five all right the question is what is the highest grossing arcade game of all time Hmm. do either of you want to make a venture to make a guess and and also remember again these rules just keep going on if you say something and you're wrong you do not get a choice at the multiple choice selections at that point if i read them it's only up to the other person to get a, a selection so Ryan, Logan, do you guys have a guess before I read the selections? Sure, why not? Tetris? You're wrong.
0: Okay. that Was, was Tetris even
2: an arcade game? I don't believe I think it. So it I, think I,
1: I think, yes, you can play it at the arcades, but it's more known for being on the NES <clears throat> and Game Boy. Fuck. All right. Okay. I'll just listen to the choices then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that, Logan? I'll, I'll
2: just listen to your choices.
1: All right, good man. A, Galaga. B, Dig Dug. C, Pac-Man, or D, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong.
2: So, it's between Donkey Kong and Pac-Man, but I feel like I've always seen Pac-Man at more places, because that's always with the Galaga machine, so I'm going to go with Pac-Man.
1: (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. Who wants to be a millionaire? You are right, Logan. It is Pac-Man. Let's go.
0: Actually, Minecraft just passed Tetris as the most video... most copies sold. It's like 180 million. Fuck, that's question sixteen. Oh, is it? Yeah. Nice. All right, give Ryan that three point. points. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: yeah, give him three points. He, he answered it ahead of time without no. even knowing. All
0: right, you're getting a point.
1: Okay. Um, Ryan, what's question fourteen?
0: What is the highest grossing <laughs> or highest selling game of all time?
1: No. No. Gosh, I, I'm I'm mad at you for for saying that. So for early. knowing things. Yeah. Question <laughs> It's number- Minecraft.
0: I'm buying a server. Actually, never mind. I'd whoa, be down. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. We'll make it happen next week on a Talking Brothers. Question Attack number 14. Brothers, Minecraft. That would actually be fun. And then we could finally get Rusty to play Minecraft. Okay. That's what he, I'm saying. Yeah. You guys can run on your laptops, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. We're, I'm actually going to buy a uh, hosted server with my friend in Florida, with Ben. Oh, nice. Um. So we're going to, we're trying to figure out how many gigs we need for the server. And we want the, uh, the latest update that introduces the nether update Mm -hmm. to hit first. So we're not running on like a snapshot. Okay. But yeah, that could be fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Can I get to question 14? Sure. All right. (laughs) All right. We can play this game. (laughs) Question number 14. Nintendo began as a company selling which products? Again, this is a multiple choice selection. I was about to
0: say Isabel. No, you're good.
1: So, if you want to venture to make a guess, you can, no. but again, you're disqualified from the multiple choice at that point, if you're wrong. I've learned right. my lesson. Nah, I'll just listen to the choices. <laughs> All right. A, floppy disks. B, playing cards. C, action figures. Or D, diecast cars and trucks. Let me know if you want the selections again. Diecast cars and trucks just sounds so
2: obscure that I think that that's the answer.
1: Okay.
0: Can you run through them again?
1: We have floppy disks, mm-hmm. playing cards, action figures, and die-cast cars and trucks. So Logan is selecting D. Is that your final answer? Die-cast cars and trucks? Yeah. All right. Ryan?
0: I don't think it's floppy disks, because none of their cartridges are very similar.
1: Mm-hmm. OK.
0: Um, I don't think it's card game. What's the other option?
1: Action figures sure we'll go with that okay so ryan is going with action figure c is that your final answer yeah and logan went with die cast cards and trucks well i got you guys both on a lie here because it's playing cards b is the correct answer really yeah nintendo oh, wow. started as a company selling playing cards yeah last night i was Were kind they just of, like regular playing cards i don't really know that's a great question um but last night i was thinking like what's the last answer that would really throw them off and i thought of die cast cards and trucks because i was like Yeah, (laughs) he really got me on that one (laughs) (laughs) it just seems like like, to your point Logan very obscure and random but um, playing cards is the correct answer let's uh should we do a quick break here to see what the Nintendo first products produced
2: yeah that's what I was looking at too in 1889
1: Fusajiro Yamauchi founded Nintendo Kopai in Kyoto Japan to manufacture Hanafuda Japanese playing cards. Western-style playing cards originally came to Japan in the 16th century with Portuguese traders, but over the ensuing three centuries, a variety of different card games were created in Japan. Again, this is an educational program. Yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> we could have gotten a bonus point for um, guessing the founder of Nintendo's name. Oh, That that's name easy. was rough. Yeah, I had
1: a buddy in high school that had the same name. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Yamamoroichi. Fusajiro Yamayuchi. That's a pretty sweet name, though. Yeah. Um. All right. Question number 15. This man was not only responsible for creating wildly popular video games after incorporating under the Atari name, but also went on to create the unforgettable birthday party and ball pit attraction, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, read the choices. <laughs> yeah, There's
0: <please>.
1: no <laughs> way. <laughs> okay. The choices are A. Gabe Newell, B, Tim Sweeney, C, Will Wright, or D, Nolan Bushnell?
0: B. I was going to say B, Sweeney. Tim Sweeney? S- yeah, it sounds like a familiar name. Is that? All names yeah. kind of blend together after a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Our Sweeney, I've heard that maybe from Sweeney Todd, but whatever, we'll go with it. Is that your final answer as well, Logan? Yeah. The correct answer
1: is actually D. Your it is Nolan Bushnell.
0: Okay. Oh wow. That was the second normal-sounding name, so I was gonna go with that. So Gabe Newell, <laughs> I think, is actually the creator
1: of Valve. Okay. Tim Sweeney. Oh, that's why it sounds. Is like the CEO or creator of Epic Games and Unreal Engine. That's why, because he's an asshole. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's why <laughs> he I started know,
0: this Fortnite trend. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and like Epic Games, their launcher sucks compared to Steam. And there's like they're doing a lot of exclusivity deals, and it's really pissing off the uh, the master race of computer users.
1: I believe so it. What what, I mean. um,
0: what other games do they have besides Fortnite? They they have um, I don't know off the top of my head. You mean to, to the Epic's
1: Game Store? Is that what you were going? There was
0: with? that one about like post apocalyptic that they pulled from people. Yeah. Look up exclusivity deal with uh, Epic. Um. Yeah. Let me. See.
1: Exclusives. Ancestors, The Humankind, Odyssey, After Party, Ashen, Borderlands
0: 3. Borderlands 3 was the one also that pissed off people. Ashen is a really cool one. Um, I think that was on Xbox as well. Um,
1: Operencia, The Stolen Son. Maneater, Journey to the Savage Planet. Hold on. They have Red Dead Redemption, I think. Oh. But that eventually but least, made its way to Steam. Yeah, because
0: Borderlands 3 was like a six-month exclusivity deal. So they're like, oh, so it doesn't come out for another six months for us. Because, And when you say that, you mean it doesn't come out for Steam users? Yeah, for okay. six months. So they're like... Yeah, there's just a lot of missing features.
1: Yeah, on. I think you're right, Nolan. I think they did probably have Red Dead Redemption because that didn't come to Steam until like a few months ago. But I'm not I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that. what
2: I I figured.
0: Did you also, guys play the new Red Dead?
1: I've not. I have You it. have it,
0: Ryan, yeah. After Alaska, um, I bought it and I played through like the first mission or two, but it's just such a commitment and It's I, an overwhelming world. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun game. Um, I'm sure I'll go back to it. Have you played it, Logan? Wasn't in the mood.
2: No, I haven't. I had it on the Xbox. It's just just sitting in my backlog.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I really enjoyed the first one. I wasn't as over the moon about it as other people were. Um, I I really liked the character of John Marston and the the journey that he went on, and especially like the climax to that story. I thought the ending was really, really well done. And I mean, Rockstar—they're they're they're some of the best in the business, if you will. But Red Dead Two, like just seemed like kind of Breath of the Wild intimidating, just so large and expansive, so much of an expansive world that,
0: uh, I don't know. That and The Witcher 3. Yeah. It's like that size. Yeah, it's a lot to commit to. It's intimidating. To. Um,
1: okay, let's get back to the the challenge here. Who are the two other people? Oh, yeah. So Tim Sweeney, Epic Games, Unreal Engine, Gabe Newell, the creator of Valve, Will Wright, Maxis, and that's the developer behind The Sims, hmm. or the publisher. Ah, think. okay. So... And then Nolan Bushnell himself. Question number 16: what a, would have been what is the best-selling video <laughs> game of all time? A, Minecraft has 180 million copies sold. B Wii Sports at 82 million eight hundred and eighty thousand, Tetris at 170 million, GTA 5 120 million.
0: Wow, that was a very specific answer that I guess then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, this, uh, do I not, did I not put the answer down for this question? Oh crap. <laughs> um, every answer is correct. Yeah. Hold on. Let me research this. This is Rusty's bad here. I I wrote down the question. What's the question? And then wrote down the source. Okay. That's the source still. Um, so there's actually a range here. All right. Oh, the answer is a range. And if you hit any number between that, you're good to go. Now, the source of this, this is based on a 2018 survey of a 1,000 Fortnite players from an undisclosed source. So, obviously reputable. Yeah. What is the average amount of time a player of Fortnite spends enjoying the game weekly? We don't have an age demographic here. So, again, for the 1,000 Fortnite players that were questioned... This could have been seven-year-olds or it could have been your grandma next door. Hmm. Per week? Per week. So what is the average amount of time a player of Fortnite spends enjoying the game weekly? Again, there's a range here. So any number you hit between that, you're good to go. I'll say 30 hours.
0: Okay.
2: A week. I'm going to say... I'm not going to... put it past the Fortnite players, and I'm just going to say 70 hours a week.
0: Holy crap.
1: So I think if you if you had interviewed a bunch of 10-year-olds, you would have been absolutely right with that. It's actually 6 to 10 hours per week. Really? You said only 10? 6 to 10. That's what I found by a source that was undisclosed.
0: But the sample size is 1,000 plus, right? So
1: That's right. So yeah, it kind of averages out, I suppose.
0: Really?
2: Man, I feel like there's players that like play that in the day.
1: Again, so this the median weekly time spent playing Fortnite. I'm reading the article now. Stands at six to ten hours. So you're oh. obviously going to have outliers that are spending seventy hours a week, and then What's you have the some median six to ten. You said that's a mean. Oh, I guess the median. That's the middle, right? The mean is the average.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I guess search. we don't have this data, the actual data. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm going to hire a data scientist, and we'll be back next week with your talking brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go um, out and start
2: doing my reporting.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'll just give you guys both a point there because um, I think you guys both gave pretty respectable answers there, which means you're both tied at seven as we get to the final few questions here. Okay. Uh-oh. And I think you have the potential to get all of these right, so this might be a tie here. Question number 18. What is the name of the final course in all Mario Kart video games?
2: Uh, Rainbow Road.
1: You didn't ring in with Isabel, but I'm going to give it to you, Logan.
2: Shit, my bad.
1: <laughs> no, you're good, man. <laughs> um, Ryan was just staring at me. The final course? Stroking his beard. Yeah, dude. Everyone knows that. The final course on... I didn't a- know
0: it was the final course. I knew it was the most popular.
1: Yeah, it's like the it's it's known as being the final course of all. Day. I've
0: been, never actually played a Mario Kart game like by myself. It's always been like at a party drinking game. So I've never actually played through any of the career or the okay. races. Sometimes.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: Um so You guys Logan, ever played the one where you have to finish a beer before the race ends? Yes.
1: I've never done that. I've actually never played Beerio Kart. I really want That's to. What we is. did that
0: last time at Smash Night.
1: I know. I just You just bailed to go to sleep and now you're bailing bailing because Lauren has a cold or whatever. She's she has the <laughs> coro- She has the coronavirus, man. It's serious stuff. We'll
0: just bail on her, what let her ish. sleep it off with the dog and come over and just bro chill with us. We'll
1: play it by ear. All okay. right. We'll play it by ear. I've already spent enough time with you today. It's true. Are we ready to go into question nineteen. Yeah. We've got two more here. Question yeah. number nineteen. What video game was released exclusively in nineteen ninety six? For PlayStation and start a marsupial that is found in Australia and Tasmania. Ryan, you got it?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: no. <laughs> Again, this is not a multiple choice question, so I oh, am it's not. I am looking for an Isabel ring in here. I thought
0: you said the rest were multiple choice.
1: No, we stopped that on question sixteen. Sorry, okay, I forgot to well, mention that. <laughs>
2: All right, you said nineteen ninety six. PlayStation exclusive?
1: Yep. Start a marsupial that is found in Australia and Tasmania.
0: I can picture him. I just don't know the name of the game. He has that little uh, flying hat. It's a platformer.
1: I'm either confirming nor denying whatever you just said.
0: Okay. I don't know the name of it. All right. Um, any hints?
1: Um... The moment I give a hint, you both are gonna ring in and say Isabel. Okay. Okay. Um, um, it's it's a platformer.
0: Yeah, that's right. I, I know what it is. I can picture the character.
2: Um, well, the only platformer that they had back in the day was. What's up? That I can think of. Was it Crash Bandicoot?
1: You were correct, sir. Really? It was Crash Bandicoot. Oh, because I was I was gonna say Naughty Dog, or I was going to say it was talked about earlier in this podcast. Uh, Logan was supposed to work the Midnight Launch, but he was just like, <laughs> screw GameStop, <laughs> I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> what, what was the platform I was thinking of? Klonoa. Klonoa?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I've never even heard of that.
1: Yeah, so Klonoa was a Namco Bandai game. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, I guess it was a PlayStation exclusive at that time, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. All right, gentlemen. So Logan got that. So Ryan. Two behind. Do we want to do like a Jeopardy round here where you can bet all your marbles here if you sure. want? Okay, so Ryan, are you betting all seven of your points? Why not? Okay, Logan, are you betting any or all <laughs> wait, of wait, your wait, points? Wait, 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 what are you betting, Logan? Um, How many points do you have? Ryan has seven, Logan has nine.
2: Um, yeah, uh, I'll bet five then, if he's betting seven. I'll bet five.
0: Five? Okay, so then I'll bet three. Or, no, no, no. Fuck it. I'll just go all in. So Ryan's going all in. Logan, (laughs) you bet five points? Yeah. Because that means I could only bet two, and that that just ties us. So at least be tied if you lost.
1: All right, question number 20. Cue the intense music. What does podcast co-host and creator of the Ari e. Lewis 2011 YouTube channel care most about in video games? This is a multiple choice question. Uh, do not answer unless can you I say. Question? What does podcast co-host and creator of the Ari e. Lewis 2011 YouTube channel care most about in video games? I totally know this one. A. Do not answer until I read all responses, please. A. Okay. Music B story <laughs> C character development or D teraflops. Can it can I Isabel? Or um, I guess can I pick you an both answer? both get to pick an answer for this one, yeah. That's for sure music. Okay, so Ryan is going with A music Logan Terraflops
0: was like a hard choice because <laughs> I know how much you love your teraflops. Yeah.
1: Which sounds I'll go like with such character a- development. Okay, so Logan is going
0: with C, character development. Doesn't teraflops sound like a made-up term? Like, it sounds like, guys, we're going to go into hyperspeed. we got to check our teraflops. It like, really does sound it- like a Star Wars term. Yeah.
1: All right, so back to the question. What does podcast co-host and creator of Ari e. Lewis' 2011 YouTube channel care most about video games? Ryan says A, music. Logan said C, character development. I'm really sorry, guys. It's actually B story.
0: So- yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> How many games have you tuned out to watch Pete door? <laughs> uh, pretty much every. <laughs> pretty much every game. Yeah. Since the inception. Except of- for like two. Yeah. I mean, Kingdom Hearts. You were pretty hard, like invested in that one. But-
1: yeah. So I should actually probably find like an actual video game question to have this final showdown, Shindig. Um, what was it? It was music. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what I figured. Um, So let me try and find a final trivia question. Again, Rusty being the mediocre podcast host that he is. Um, Are you a hardcore video gamer? Take this video game quiz. Um, Oh, this is actually perfect. Ryan, are you ready for this? Yeah. Question... Number one of this quiz, but this is actually the final question for you guys. What was Mario's name in Donkey Kong, the 1981 arcade game? There are multiple choice
0: selections. Got to be something. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, I can't say what I was thinking. <laughs> Roger, Steve. It was like pasta eater. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Lover of meatballs. Is it like an actual
1: name? I can read the multiple choice selections. Okay. A. Yeah. Jumpman. B. Mr. Plumber. C. Antonio. Or D. Pie. I'm going to go with Plumber Man. I'm going to go with Jumpman. Okay. What was Mario's name in Donkey Kong? The correct answer. Is Jump Man? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> so Ryan, that bumps you up to fourteen, and I'm not going to penalize Logan for the incorrect response. He came in at nine points. Very nice. I got destroyed. No, no, it was a tough match all the way to the end. Congrats for being a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back next
2: time for your for your trophy.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, um, this is actually a great selection of video game trivia here, so I'm going to bookmark that page. That um, was fun. And we will definitely re- return to video game trivia when we have guests on. Maybe I'll try and do this every time we have a guest. Ryan can, you know, have the showdown with whoever, because you are the, the, the champion. reigning champion, so someone needs to, champion. Take, yeah. to take your belt at this point, so... Next person we're gonna probably have the podcast is ChronoLink 91 Nine One, and awesome. you're probably gonna need to do your research because he is—he knows way more than I do. That's right. Yeah, that's right. But I was just a tune-up. <laughs> yeah, no. Come on, the don't minor sell... leagues. Don't, don't sell tune-up. yourself short there. Um... <laughs> the farm team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. That that, that was good time. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. it was pretty cool. Well, Logan, I want to thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. For sure. Thanks it for was, having me. Yeah. It was good times having you on. Loved hearing your your GameStop story, and that was definitely one the for rage the books. Quit. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> IRL rage quit. Yeah,
1: yeah. But um, yeah, it was good having another guest on the show. I don't think we've had one on since since Lauren. We had Travis, and then we also had Pete Dore. So, um, the fourth guest for the show.
0: Yeah, we're still waiting for um, what's the. Artist guy you never mailed stuff to. Oh,
1: Grant Kirkhope, yeah. yeah. We were just texting back and forth last week, so I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll get him on the show soon. Yeah, for sure. But uh thank you Logan again for being on the show. Thank you everyone for listening to this podcast episode. Ryan and I will be back next week. Yeah. For more talk Brothers, Ryan, any parting words for listeners?
0: No, as usual, have a good week. Thanks for being on, Logan. It was a good time. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah.
1: Awesome guys. Well, we will see you all next week. See ya.